going to head across to the MCG. Rowan Connolly's uh, joined us uh, for this afternoon's game between the Magpies and the Giants. So, Roko, great to have you on 6PR footy, and I believe you've got a special guest from the Collingwood Football Club with you. I have indeed, guys. Uh, great to be here and uh, great to be joined by Scott Selwood. Uh, we know that name, and Scott's uh, part of a very illustrious football family and now, and has been for a while. The second best Selwood, I say, mate. Oh, is that Selwood. right? Yeah, don't pump yourself up too <laughs> Mum much, Mum says Scott. it first, but uh, <laughs> I don't think many people believe that. Now, look, I want to start with a personnel issue. Billy Frampton out. You wouldn't want to be a big man at Collingwood those days. They're going down like flies. Fortunately, though, Mason Cox back in harness. The timing of that one couldn't be better, could it? That's handy for us. We do have to get a little bit inventive about it. So today you'll see some different guys go through there and potentially we might have to look at going smaller at times too and potentially playing one of our uh, one of our mids at times. So, yeah, we're just going to assess it throughout the game and, and make sure um, we can try and do whatever we can. It's, it's not too damaging against us. Now, just before I throw it to the boys upstairs... Um, You've been around a lot of footy clubs. Um, this club right now has a pretty amazing feeling around it, and we talked to Craig McRae a lot about that, but you've experienced a lot of this. What, what do you think makes the chemistry between the players on this list and, and the coaching staff so special at the moment? Oh, no, there's so many buzzwords in footy. I mean, the word connection just gets thrown around so much, but the way probably all the good things that I've had between Wusha, Simo and Chris Scott, it's probably all blended together in terms of what um, Fly's been able to do in, in the ability to try and get the guys that uh, on the fringe to play above the level as much as possible, but also our best players are generally playing almost to the top of their ability as well, so we're seeing still side bottom probably have a better year than what he did, even had last year and, and get back to some better form, and we always know what Pendles is going to be like, and, and Taylor Adams has adapted to a new role so just those sort of types have been really important for us but also the, the likes of Bobby Hill coming in and playing to his strengths and then we get um, guys like Bowman Crewe that are stepping up and playing to the level which is really exciting for us. Uh, Scott, Will Schofield here mate, I do agree with you, the second best Selwood, Marie being the first uh, best Selwood, uh, happy Mother's Day Jim to Marie. being the best Schofield yeah, too mate. Yeah that's correct, thank you Scott. Now uh, Nick Dacos, one of my favourite players to watch play footy, he got tagged last week against the Swans, do you expect that sort of attention this week from GWS? Not sure, to be honest with you, mate. It was probably clearer the last two weeks. This week, we're not really sure. We're, we've probably learnt a lot over the last sort of six weeks in terms of if they do and if they don't. Um, we're, we're pretty keen to get him through the midfield anyway, so there's potential to try and throw him in there pretty quickly. And that opens up the game and unlocks the game. It might mean we have to push a, a Pendles or, or Crispy back and uh, and play across there. But we're actually we're quite happy and, and open for that too. So depending on how the game's going, but um, at the same time, we, we're happy for it to move him around. And, and I think he enjoys that challenge as well now. Scott Leesburg here, mate. Thanks for your time. Um, stay on the midfield sort of trend, Dugowie. You've managed to really harness him this year, get his consistency back, um, especially after some you know, turbulent off-season, things like that. But what's, what's been the impact? How have you done that around the football club? Because he's such a freak talent, but you seem to have him really even keel, composed, and he's playing some consistent, brilliant footy. Uh, to be honest with you, mate, it's not us at all. Like We've got this uh, club psychologist in Jackie Lauder, and he's honestly best mates with her, and he spends so much time with her, and he's just done so much work on his mental space and where he's at. And It's the first time he's actually had a chance to do a full pre-season as well, so in a long time as a midfielder. So he's sort of coming out and reaping the benefits of that, but he has found a really nice balance between that and, and the psychology help that he's had from Jackie and, and making sure that consistently it's... it's um, you know, he's on top of his game and what he's doing and making sure that he's making proactive decisions and everything that he's, uh, he's willing to do. 
Scott Salwood um, joining us here from the Collingwood Football Club. Scott, it's Mitch Turner. Um, we've spoken about some of those midfielders, Jordan Degoe for yourself, um, Nick Dacos when he runs through there. Obviously, you've got a wealth of class with um, players like Tom Mitchell as well running through there, but the Giants on their end have got a heap of talent as well. A player I want to talk about, Tom Green's having an incredible season. Um, how do you kind of handle him today? Do you try and go head-to-head with him? Do you put a bit more attention to him? He's such a, a beast and a tough player to stop around the contest. Yeah, we will look to find a body with him. I mean, it's the obvious one, Pendles, of the height and the weight sort of area, but um, Pendles does love that challenge. It does free up our other guys, Tommy Mitchell, to get to work at what he's really good at, frees Geordie up to play his game. and So Pendles is probably the one, and then Crispy's the one that uh, can potentially try and run off him. So it depends what we want to do with him, if we want to try and lock him down or vice versa. If we want to try and uh, manage what he's doing on the inside and, and exploit him on the outside, that's going to be the challenge of what we'll try and do. But, um, I mean, yeah... We're, we're really conscious that um, they're actually going quite well, GWS. I know that where they are on the ladder, but uh, even watching the VFL before, their ability to handball through stoppage and, and come out the front and, and attack the goal face really quickly is really impressive. And then um, if we're not good enough with taking out the shorts today, they'll own the ball on us for large periods of the game. And we need to make sure we're really sharp in terms of we force them along down line and, and get the game on our terms and get it live as much as possible. Scott, just uh, from your personal point of view, mate, who, who have they got you looking after at the moment? What line? I know you spent some time developing your coaching craft uh, and, and how are you enjoying it? It's been good, mate. I've got the mids at the moment. So that the luxury for me is that I do have Pendles, Sidey, Tom Mitchell uh, and these types. That they're, <laughs> nice. they're actually nearly all older. So Pendles is two, two and a half years older than me. So really I'm just facilitating the mids and, uh, pretending I know what I'm doing, but um, oh, it's really simple. I mean, we, if you go back to West Coast days, when Simo first came in, it was really systematic, so it's really easy to set little flaws in our game and, and whether we need to improve. So you just make the players aware of that, and because we have such a mature group, it's it's almost them adjusting to how they want to do that, and they have really mature conversations at quarter time, half time, and I'm really just there as a sounding board in terms of what, what can be done and, and potential other options that we're speaking about in the box. And Scotty Mark Reddings, just a quick one. We've seen this side come from behind so regularly in the last year or two and last quarters have been outstanding against Essendon, Adelaide, Geelong in round one. You you came from uh, the best part of four or five goals down. What, what do you put it down to? The uh, the mindset's been spoken about, the, the mental strength. It's something quite... It's more than just coincidence you're able to run out games so well. Yeah, I mean, it's a combination of it all. I think our ability, our, our system's quite strong in terms of how we want to win the game, and it's quite damaging and hard to stop. I do think the mental aspect's massive. I think Jackie, who I was speaking about before with Geordie, she does get the whole group in. So they, the boys come in, they do a review of the game, both from a f- uh, football point of view, but they also do one from a mental point of view. And they also do a preview of the game. Okay, if the game's tight with three minutes to go, what is our mindset? And, you know, there's there's umpire decisions that's going wrong against us or the crowd's not on our side today. Whatever it is, trying to find those little opportunities to address what needs to be addressed. So when the boys get to those moments, they're really comfortable and they sort of know what's going on so they can make really clear decisions. So we're happy even if we've lost those games that we've made the right decisions, it feels like, or our system is being strong enough, but we just haven't been able to get over the line. So we know that's going to come at some stage, but our ability to try and adapt and get over the line and, and be in those positions, that, uh, that's been a strength, obviously, but um, hopefully it's not going to get ruined today. Scotty, really appreciate your time on 6PR Football. Go well this afternoon. Thanks, guys.